good evening and welcome in to the second year in the first tournament of the five majors for the Golf Talking Chips podcast with Bry and Dave Brothers. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, we are currently on the road and just cracked open ourselves a bag of bold bees Doritos. My personal favorite. Just smelling them gets me excited. And uh, yeah, we thought we'd uh, bust this chip out. It's uh, tried, tested, true. Don't have to go into too many details about the chip because it really speaks for itself. I'm personally salivating right now. I gave up chips for Lent because I'm a good Catholic boy and I don't feel like getting a lightning bolt to my forehead, so I'll stay away from them for the podcast. But I can attest to those chips, tried, tested, and true. Bry's gonna eat the whole bag for us. Yeah, that's great. I didn't even know you gave them up, so more for me. <laughs> um, so I'm the one driving, so I'll be uh, reverting to Dave's knowledge and um, also picking it off with the main pool that we're in here. That I guess is more like we'll take up most of the time with the podcast. It's just uh. Garrett Ball pool. A couple hundred people in it. And if you have the email and want to read off like the little, the little sing, and then uh, <laughs> our handful of listeners will know what we're talking about. So, well, basically for each pool, what we'll get into is the pool we do for about 15 minutes, go into our picks and, and how it's uh, put on. And then towards the end of the show, we will, I'll let you know kind of how I bet during the weekend. You can do live betting um, and some of the picks if you actually want to put money on it with your uh, own shark or bookie going into the weekend. So basically how the pool works is you pick uh, eight golfers total. You pick two out of the top seven. You pick three from eight to 25. And then you pick three players from 26 on, so basically three sleepers. You don't have to pick in the top 25, but you can pick, or sorry, yeah, you don't have to pick in the top 25. You can pick everyone outside of the top 25 if you want, but you can't pick more than two out of the top seven, and you can't pick more than three from 8 to 25. So how we'll break down what we're going to do is I'll go through the top seven players and go through basically how we're going to pick, what to look for on the weekend in terms of weather and how the course lays out. We'll go through kind of again who we're going to pick uh, 8 to 25 and then maybe, well not maybe, we will, we'll give you our sleeper picks. And favorite my guys. My guys and sleeps. Yes. Which can be two of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Players' Championship. What's the TPC Sawgrass? Florida. The, weather, the weather's going to be garbage. That's first and foremost. They're already talking right now 
um, that it could be so bad that round two could be going into Saturday morning. So when the weather's that junky, I like to go towards uh, Europeans. Mutters. Mutters. People who have fathers and mothers for mutters. Mutters um, who is a mutter. So having said that though, I did two of these. I entered two of these into this pool and my first one was almost all American. You did two entrants? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did two as well. So we'll go through one to seven. So the world rankings are going one to seven. John Rahm, Morikawa, Patrick Cantley, Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas. Is that from his email not updated after last weekend, right? Yeah. 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 So, things you want to look for at TPC Sawgrass, it's not really a bomber's course. You want guys who keep it on the fairway. Like, if you look at Bryson last year, he basically put his driver away for the weekend and tried to use irons the entire weekend, which he did good with. But you're, you're looking to hit the fairway. Um, it rewards guys who hit the fairway and keep it on if you're in the rough if you're playing in the sand there's tons of water it's florida golf 17 holes have water on them yeah i heard that yeah that's yeah nuts. it's crazy and well in that 17th green so if yeah. you're at, if you're not dialed in you're getting wet yeah that's why uh one of my favorites tony can't do it this weekend with tony <laughs> he's getting wet all weekend he's he loves the water yeah he loves ripping and uh and his whole game's not good at, like, short games, not good. He's outside the top 50 in putting. Uh, and even his driving, which is his bread and butter, is not uh, his tip-top form. So I, I got to stay away from Tony, but I likely will be back on Tony later on majors the rest of the year because uh, he's my guy. He's one of my guys. We Brian and I had a, a bet a couple years ago um, who would win a major first, Bryson or Tony? And obviously I won that in a hurry. It was about three weeks after we bet, probably. Yeah. And it was right after Tony was nipping at the Masters, and then Bryson went out and won the U.S. Yeah. a couple weeks later. Yeah. Okay, so back to the golf. Like I said, you want to look for driving accuracy, basically, but... The other big thing is going to be approach. Um, so if you look up stats, that's your ball striking and approach. Strokes gained, ball striking, strokes gained, approach. Um, and so I'll start with the ball striking. The people, the guys in the top seven who actually fall in the top ten of ball striking in the PGA right now, and this is the last 36 rounds, you want to find guys... There's not a lot of like course history with this course. Guys who have done good in the past can miss three cuts in a row here. So the biggest thing to look for is guys who are playing good right now. So this is the based on the last 36 rounds. John Rahm is ranked number one in ball striking. Victor Hovland is ranked number two in ball striking. Um, Colin Morikawa is ranked 7th in ball striking, and then Rory is ranked 10th in ball striking. So, of the guys in the top 7, those are the only guys who fall in the top 10 in the PGA in that category. Uh, Scotty Scheffler just misses. He's number 19. So, like, 
you know, I read off the top 10, but they're top 20. Really, if they're top 50, they're not doing bad. I mean, there's 144 golfers going to this tournament. so they're That's doing, 36 rounds? In the last 36 rounds, yeah. You almost want something more recent so that it filters out the people that, say, in the last 12 rounds have been playing off. Well, a couple things. We're driving without internet, so I can't upload that. And 36 rounds, like, really, that's only three weeks ago, right? Oh, I, I'm thinking It's not 36 tournaments. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that's no. true. So, yeah, that's like... Uh, so, the next stat I like to look for at this course is approach. Uh, ball striking is long iron, so guys who will use irons off the tees, which a lot of guys will. Rory, uh, he'll probably use his woods off the tees a lot. Um, approach is more your 150 into the green, so guys who really dial in and throw darts at it. Of that, of the top 10 in approach rankings for the PGA, John Rahm is number two, so he's up there. Victor Hovland also up there. Uh, he is number five. Justin Thomas, number six. Uh, Morikawa, number nine. And then Scotty Scheffler, again, just falls outside of the top 10 at, a, at 13. Um, and that's pretty much it. The next closest guy would be, as I just scroll here for good radio, Rory McIlroy at 30. So I've changed my tune on Rory. I, I haven't. Well, no, I, I if Rory wins money, I win money. That's basically how I bet. You're all in. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't hot on him, but uh, it sounds like, like last year he's trying to copy the Bryson and go ham on everything, and now he's like returning to his game, which like I think rediscovering like how good he is, just at baseline, not trying to be anyone, not trying to do anything special. And he's been getting good results lately and popping up on a lot of these things. That See, I don't know about that. Like, Bryson tried to be hit with the big boy. Like, Rory was already a big boy on, in terms of off the tee. Maybe once Bryson started swinging it around a bit, he tried to be like, well, I can do that too. But Rory, I believe he, like, had a kid or two. Like, I don't really think he cared much about golf. Like, he was just getting his top tens making money and and uh, more focusing on home life. Think so? Yeah. So, I, and I think, and he's still just, like, he's a consistent pick. He just backdoors his way into top tens all the time. But he's in the top seven, right? Yes. Yeah, that's tough because, yeah. like, now that Scotty's in the top seven, you can't go away from him the way he's playing. Steady. Yeah. And, like, not that I want Rom, but it's tough not to pick him either. Like, I think in my two Garrett Ball pools, and I've changed it a lot, and I probably still will change it more. Scotty's on both my teams, 100%. And then the one team, I have Morikawa, and the other team, I have Hovland. And the more I hear about, like, how your short game needs to be amazing, the more I want to, like, drop Hovland. And do I add, do I add more, like, do the same, do Morikawa? Hovland's hot, too. Hovland's hot, but I know, but everyone's saying, see what he did around the green last week and, like, the bunker shot, he kind of, like, lost the tournament. Yeah, he everyone lost, like, lost four the strokes at the, at the tournament just uh, around the green, not having the good touch. The biggest thing with those top guys is it's whoever's the hottest with the flat stick, basically. Yeah. And, and that can turn, for those good guys, 
that can also like John Rom is putting terribly with his yeah. putter with his putter just putting terribly but he can also turn it on in a second and if he does he almost automatically wins this tournament yeah because with his ball striking yeah like he's he's ranked 40 41st in the PJ in the last 36 rounds with his putter which yeah if that gets a little hot yeah. he's uh he's walking away there's actually only one player in the top seven who's top ten in putting right now, and that's Canley. Yeah. In the other categories, in ball striking, he ranks 16th. In approach, he ranks 52nd. Like he's he sizes up really well for this course. Canley, Canley, Patrick uh, Canley. Yeah. I took him in one of my not like him. Uh, so now we'll go to the picks. I personally went out of these I went or like I said I live and die by Rory and uh, and I also went wrong just because I think if he turns on the putter both teams both teams on my other team I went Cantley and and I went Hovland yeah who'd you go uh I think I just said it, but um, yeah, I have Scotty and both Scotty Scheffler and both, and the one I have Morikawa and the other I have Hovland. So I, I like Hovland. Yeah, and I just like him. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a great year. To be honest, I think yeah. this course is gonna be the toughest for him to. It just never seems like you watch uh, Tyrell Hatton out there, and he just losing his mind on the golf course, and Hovland. You know, if he makes, like, what tournament was it last year? Was it the U.S. Open? He came out and shot an eight on the first hole. Yeah. It was, like, plus five after three and battled his way back to be, like, minus two or three after yeah. the round. Like, I just, I think he's got a lot of composure. Yes. Yeah. He's always smiling. Yeah. For a stroll. Yeah. Like, he plays relaxed. And that's, like, that's to Scotty Scheffler's credit. Like, he's burst on the scene and now everyone's paying attention to how he holds himself and even like when it's coming down to the wire he's not showing nerves calm composed talking to the caddy making the right decisions if only I could have been like that in my athletic career the places I could have gone MLB pro golf goalie pretty much anything I wanted to be um, so do you want to I don't know if I can wrap off my... Well, we'll jump to the... Yeah, so we're going to go to the... I think I remember uh, 8 to 25. What I'll do, I'm going to go back to these categories that I went. Rather than go through all these dudes, I'm just going to... Like, I'm going to go to ball striking, and I'm going to read out the top 10 here so everyone knows <laughs> who falls in it. I'm going to go to approach, read out the top 10, and putting top 10. So in ball striking, it goes, and this is an order, John Rahm, Hovland, Daniel Berger, Justin Thomas, Zalatoris, Luke List, Colin Morikawa, Paul Casey, Russell Knox, and Rory. So Russell Knox is still up there? Oh, yeah. Could be a sleeper for people. Is he only playing the European? He's not going to be a guy I pick in a pool, but he's going to be a guy I throw a little bit of Keyshawn. Like a top 50 place? or No, like a like a top 10 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, on, 
the guys who fall in the 8 to 25 in that category are Daniel Berger. And that's it. All the rest of the guys are either in the top seven or outside of of the top 25. So there's a couple sleepers you could be looking for there. Like Zalatoris isn't in the top 25. Paul Casey's not in the top 25. He's another one of my boys. Scott. Or is Scott Russell Knox. No, he didn't. He's not in that top 10 I read there. No. A couple guys just outside the top 10. Like I'll read the next 10 off just so you know. Bryson went through. Corey Connors, Tom Hoke, Matsuyama, Vegas, Patrick Cantley. Uh, Mito Piera, maybe someone else that might be throwing a little Keyshawn. Scotty Scheffler coming in at 18. Joseph Bramlett and Russell Henley at 20. Uh, moving on to approach, which again is like your 150 in. These are going to be the guys who are putting it close. A big thing you want to do basically here, and it sounds very clear but bogey avoidance on this crucial especially in this weather if you can just avoid get your pars move on to the next one the birdies will trickle their way in but avoid that bogey scramble do what you got to do get up and down so this approach if you're you know your greens and rag are good you're laughing like any tournament i guess so your top 10 in approach are in order starting from one, Daniel Berger, John Rahm, Paul Casey, Tom Hogue, Hovland, Thomas, Russell Knox again, Russell Henley, Colin Morikawa, Will Z- Zalatoris round out the top 10. The guys who fall in your uh, eight to 25 region out of that top 10 are uh, Daniel Berger. The rest guys fall outside. Eight to twenty-five, yeah. And then again, I'll go from your ten to twenty. It goes Shane Lowry, Scotty Scheffler, Gooch, Matsuyama, Cameron Smith, Mito, Piera, your boy Tony, Joseph Bramlett, Xander Shoffley, and Adam Scott to round out the top twenty. Luke Scott, yeah. So the guys who follow in your eight to twenty-five, there you have your Matsuyama. Uh, that's also basically it. Like Scotty Scheffler's in the top seven. He's twelfth. Cam Smith. Cam Smith hasn't been talked about a lot. He's like he's. I think he had a miscut at the Genesis, but other than that, or maybe he did well there. And is one of them in California. He. he uh, I think the. the the only thing with Cam Smith and probably why people are talking about him is he doesn't have the experience here. He's only played it twice or three times. But it's also a track where like guys come out and they just I know no one's ever Yeah, like it's always no one's ever gone back to back and any multi winners have never uh, they're never like within you know, three or four years of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so Cam Smith I'm not. I'm. I don't have him anywhere. At least in the no, Garrett Balls, nor will I. I like him at the Masters. Yeah, he works hard. He's a hard worker. He yeah, and he's a little he ends up under the trees in the pine straw and gets out and gets an eagle. He he's scary off the tee too. Yeah, so that's why. I'm yeah, likely won't uh, won't give himself a chance to be good at approach if he's scrambling right off the tee. Yeah. Okay, so we'll quickly get into putting here. Your top 10, 
uh, Brian Gay, Bo Hostler, Alexander Norin, Mackenzie Hughes, Canadian, Patrick Cantley, Dustin Johnson, also has a good track record here if you want to think about him. Cam Smith, Bryson Withdraw, uh, Denny McCarthy, and Hank Labueda. I don't even know who Denny McCarthy is or, or Hank. Yeah, so we don't have to worry about them. The rest of their stuff is garbage. Um, 10 to 20, Mark Leishman, Adam Long, Billy Ho, Jason Kokrak, uh, which I just found out was born in Thunder Bay, but he plays under the American flag. What? Yeah. Uh, Adam Scott, Kevin Tway. He looks like a Thunder Bay guy. Justin Rose, Rory at 18, Pat Perez, and Stefan Jagger. Jagger? Stefan Jagger? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Pam? Pam. We saw this Pam Pan dilemma. Two Is there a D? <laughs> uh, so the guys who fall in your 8 to 25 region there are. Well, the. Uh, where is Dustin? Yeah, he's at 9. So he, he falls in there. Mark Leishman, Billy Ho. Billy Ho. Oh, Jason Kokrak's not in there. Adam Scott's outside of the top 25, too. And that's it. So. Usually a big guy wins this tournament, I find. I just find you get a lot of these guys outside of the big boys that you think about always in contention here. You know, like that year Sibu Kim won. Yeah. And he plays this well. He's an exception where he's only played it twice before. Well, and the other thing that seems to be a good correlation is Pete Dye is the designer, and guys who pay, play Pete Dye courses, the Bermuda Grass... Uh, they love, like, Patrick Hanley, Pete Dye Specialist. Siwoo Kim, Pete Dye Specialist. Yeah, like, you want those guys that can almost shape the shot anyway. Not necessarily long, but just yeah, know where it's going when it's coming course. off the club. So, and that is, yeah, Pete That Dye's rounds anyway. out those um, strokes gain categories and who falls in them. I'll go through who I picked first in my 8 to 25, my first pool. I went Hideki. Uh, I'm just going to pull him up here. Who was 14th in ball striking, 14th in approach, putting a little bit dicey. But again, if he if he uh, gets the flat stick going, he could be giving the Japanese salute to TPC Sawgrass as well. He's 118th, 118th in putting. So. He's 118th? Yeah. Oof. Last 36 rounds. He's a pro. That's a pro. But uh, I do like him. Think about him like bad weather. Think about the Masters. Rain delay. He comes back out. No problem. With yeah. the Masters in shitty, like crappy weather. So he's uh, he's one of those mutters. Tough guy. Grinder. And uh, he'll be playing well in the bad conditions, I think. So I went Hideki. I also went Brooks. Like, I just like Brooks. Sometimes in these pools, you got to think about guys who aren't going to be played a lot, so you can get the upper hand. The other thing, if the to get into betting a little bit, if the odds are still there on them, a lot of sites are betting Brooks at forty and fifty to one. That's wow. Anytime you can get a number on Brooks like that, you just play it anyways. Ten bucks on him. He's. Uh, a known winner on the PGA, obviously. So he can put it together, and ten dollars can turn into 
uh, portion of your rent in a and, hurry. And he's a guy that will fall through the cracks of the stats because he doesn't necessarily care about anything but majors. So he'll go to whatever, the Honda, the what's been recent, Sony recent, like he'll go to these, he'll miss a cut, he'll just to get some rounds in. And it's it doesn't affect his confidence, his ability, or you know, to come back out at the next tournament yeah. and play like a world number one guy, a major champion guy, which I think he wants to remind people just how good he is, especially after all the non-golf related stuff. I think he wants to get back uh, in the headlines for for being the best and winning the big tournament. So I think uh, I like that pick a lot, and yeah. no one's talking about him. Um, and then the last guy I went, and this was Sam Burns. Burnsy. I don't know what his face looks like, but I've just been seeing him pop up on leaderboards. He I is for sure. But. He's 40th in ball striking, 34th in approach, 40th in putting. Like he's in the top. If you're in the top 50, you're doing good. Like I said, there's 144 golfers. If you're in the top 50. You're making money on the PGA and you're living comfortably. So, uh, my other pool, I went, that's where I went a little bit overseas. I went Matthew Fitzpatrick, Sung J M, and Tyrell Hatton. That's where I got my, a couple British boys uh, playing that link style with the wind and the, and the uh, rain hopefully coming through for me. So as you can also see, with all the stats I gave you in approach and told you the top 20, I went completely off the board and didn't listen to myself at all. <laughs> Who'd you go eight to, eight to 25? Uh, so off memory, and I've changed this so many times, uh, Fitzpatrick is on both my teams. Uh, Burns is on one of the teams. Billy Horschel was on both of the teams and then I took him out for Berger. Um, and who else in there did I have? Oh, and then I think I took I took someone off and put Xander in, Xander Shoffley, and I haven't heard him popping up no, on but, too many of these things, but he's another guy, like, great ball striker. Uh, I don't know what's like, current condition he's of putting. 27th ball striking, 19th approach, and, and 47th, so he's top 50 everything. Too. Yeah, and he, he's another guy that, like, just shows up for these majors. He's always up near the top of the leaderboard. A couple, you know, and I mean, when you're that good, you're in that group, that upper echelon of players. Really, you show up, you play good golf. A little bit of luck goes your way, and you're you're up in the, the top five, top ten, right? And it can go either way. But uh, if you got those those guys that are up always near the top, and they have a bit of luck go their way, or um, play some great golf, then. Uh, Likely at the end of the tournament, they're they're hoisting something. Uh, Is that that's that's basically both my teams. I think in that, yeah, like those are the guys who I'm on. It's like Berger, Burns, Fitzpatrick, Xander. Uh, I don't have Hatton on either team. I like him, but I don't have him. Oh, Hideki and Hideki. Those are kind of the the guys that I have. Who knows how it'll end up, because I'll be tinkering probably till midnight before I go to sleep, um, and who knows how it's going to look at the end of all my tinkering, and what obscure knowledge I'll read and <laughs> change my team entirely, start from scratch maybe. Um, 
so it, it remains to be seen what the final product is but those are the guys that I really like and one on both my teams for sure okay so finally some sleepers here um, again the unfortunate part is we're driving and for anyone listening that knows the back way into Guelph on Guelph line you'll know the reception here is awful so as I try to pull up my team it's not coming up but I'm pretty sure I know who I picked did you screenshot him? no why would I prepare? Uh, I well you heard a couple of the names um, I went I went Will Zalatoris I just like him it, yeah. yeah I had him I on did. my team and I took him off for Lowry yeah but I really want to figure out how to get him on one of my teams. I sure. also went Lowry. Yeah. So in one pool, I went Zalatoris, Lowry, and um, Alex Noren. Like Noren. And in the other pool, I went um, Henley. No, sorry. Uh, I went... Henley. Wow. Russell Henley. Uh, he plays out ninth in ball striking. And seventh in approach. Wow. So, this putting's not the best, but that's okay. Again, guys can get hot with the flat stick. Sometimes I even get hot with the flat stick. Sometimes. Uh, he's and he's sixty-six in, in putting, yeah. so he's not he's not terrible. And I went. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Sergio. Serge, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. And, like, probably one of the best track records of any player <laughs> here. Not only winning, but just always up in that top 20. Yeah. Uh, always making the cut. Um, yeah, I like that. I think I had him, again, like, between the two teams and not looking at it directly and not knowing how much I'm going to tinker and alter it. Um, I know I have Kirk on one of the teams. And if you don't know much about this guy, great story, former alcoholic, uh, returns to the tour. And since he's returned, he's just been playing great golf and fun to watch, like beautiful swing, long, round, clean swing. Um, and just seems real calm, one of those calm, cool guys collected. And, uh, and I think at a course like this, where your nerves are racked up, looking at water, left, right, and center, um, you want one of those guys that just, because uh, he's steady Eddie, just goes up, whacks the ball, puts it exactly where he wants it, knows where it's going, uh, and closes it out. I think he's uh, he's a sleepy guy. Uh, Jason Day, also some recent news, unfortunate, his mom passed away. So this can go one of two ways. It's pretty fresh. He might come here. He's a former champion, uh, pretty good track record, and... You know, just no inhibitions, just play free, loose, and uh, maybe pull one out for mom. Or it might just be a little too emotional, too recent, and he might not be focused. Um, I think the former of the two uh, is likely, because he's a champion, I think something like this will just uh, kind of just remind him how, you know, golf's fun. And uh, I'm sure his mother was a part of getting him into golf. and. I think having that kind of memory going throughout the tournament that might might feed him well and uh, and uh, get him up near the top of the leaderboard and who knows like a win is not out of the realm of possibility for Mr. Jason Day. 
Uh, Scott is another guy, like, outside the 25. He's on a lot of your projections that you named. Um, I personally don't love him as a golfer. I don't find him, like, exciting or, I don't know, great to watch. But maybe he's just, he's been around for so long. And I was like, Tiger over him when they were kind of battling. And never had a lot of, a lot of love for Scott. But I think he's, uh, he looks pretty good to be up near the top in this. Um, I like your Norin call. And who's my other sleepy guy? Kurt Day Scott Lowry, which we were talking about. He's not really sleepy, but um, I did have someone else here. <laughs> I have one sheet printed off with a bunch of scribbles on it. Um, oh, I like your Willie Z, too. Uh, I mean, it's tough. Like, we we're only allowed two entrants. Turkey vultures. Oh, there's deer. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Just gotta take a moment and appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate the nature. Right in the, the okay. Field, well, the so we grew up farming. Um, yeah. So to rein it in a little bit, um, and again, like preparation is not our uh, strong suit, as you can see. But preparation to bet, not preparation to do this. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, those, those guys are my kind of sleepy guys outside the twenty-five. Yeah, Kirk, D. Scott, like them a lot. Uh, yeah, Okay, so I'm briefly going to get into some quick betting. Um, I like to throw a little pepper down on the weekend with my bookie. Um, my bookie, how you doing? My bookie. Hey, how you doing? This is your bookie. Uh, my bookie being the internet. So, oh, it's on an app? Well, it's on the internet. But is it called my bookie? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. No. I go Triple H Sports. You look, a lot of these big tournaments, a lot of sites will give you, um, they'll bump up their odds to entice you to come to their site. They'll give you better each way. Each way is uh, five pick, for example, Rory McIlroy to win, and I bet I put $5 on him to win, and I put $5 on the each way, and each way is he can finish some will give you five spots on an each way, eight spots on an each way, ten spots on an each way. So if they if he finish if they give you ten spots on an each way and he finishes in the top ten, then you get a fifth of a fifth or a quarter of what the pot was gonna be. So if he's fourteen to one, hundred forty dollars on a ten dollar bet, and you would get a fifth of that if he finished in the top ten. So a couple of guys that I'm going after, I don't, you know, reason why it's so fun to bet on golf is because for example the best golfer in the world is coming in at 10 to 1 odds if you're a big shot and you want to throw uh robert borden down on it then that can pay well if he wins but also there's 144 people in the field and that's why the odds are so good sir robert borden sir robert borden um so you kind of look for some things like for example colin morikawa who is an absolute favorite to win and could win, absolutely, <laughs> is 18 to 1. I like those odds. That's that's something I'm more willing to put some money on. He's in the top seven. He checks out with all our categories. And uh, the odds are just a little bit better than John Rahm and, and a couple guys ahead of him. So I like to look for one guy in that tier. 
Then I like to look for a guy in like the 20 to 60 range. And again, I talked about it, Brooks Kepka. He's 50 to 1 on some sites. On the site I go on, I think he's 40 to 1. I will definitely be putting money on him. Um, he doesn't really check out on those categories, but he's just a major champion and could put it together. Um, <clears throat> I'm also... I won't go too much into the bet I'm going to do there. I'll go into a couple sleepers. I'm going Alex Noren, and I'm going Seamus Power. Noren, again... Seamus? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was reading it here. I almost said semen. Um, in the Navy? Everything checks out in the green. Ball striking, 76. Approach, 58. Uh, putting, he's third, so his flat stick is hot. And if the other things can stay at least consistent where they are, at 125 to 1, and I'll also throw an each way on it. So, obviously, even if he hits the each way, I'm making my money back and then some on the weekend. Um, who was I talking about there? Was that Power or Norin? That was Power. That was Power. Sorry, Power's 150 to 1. Um, Norin's 125 to 1. So, I look for a couple guys to go deep on there. I call them bombs. Um, so I throw a little bit of money on four or five guys for the weekend, but the best, my favorite thing to do is get into the weekend and look for head to head matchups. And I wait till Saturday and Sunday to do it. The reason being, if you bet on head to head matchups, um, on Thursday and Friday, they put premier groups together. So you're going to have, I don't have the groups right in front of me, but just for example, you're going to have Rory golfing with Rom. I'm not going to bet on that. Like, that's a crapshoot. And I'm also not going to bet on um, Tom Hogue golfing with Piera because it's also a crapshoot. So you wait for the Saturday-Sunday because, for example, Rory usually has a decent Thursday, a crappy Friday, which puts him back in, you know, the 20th group, and he'll be playing with a Kyle Stanley on Saturday all of a sudden. The odds won't be great on it, but if you can find three or four of those matchups, a Rory playing a bum, a Rom playing a bum, um, that's where if you buy, get three, four, five of those and throw $10 on those, that's where you're going to get great odds. You're going to get on a $10 bet, if all three or four of your matchups win, you're going to win three, five, six hundred dollars um, So that's what I like to look for on the weekend in terms of, in terms of following the golf all day. The other thing I sometimes do when I'm really bored and the bag of chips ran out on a Sunday is get into live betting. If you're watching and one hole is playing absolutely terrible or absolutely amazing and everyone's birdieing it or everyone's bogeying it. If you put a couple bucks on, you know, Rory coming into it, he's going to birdie. They'll give you 15 golfers you throw $2 a golfer if, you know, two-thirds of them making it, make that birdie, you're making money. So so those are some of the fun live betting things I like to do. The matchups is some of the things I like to bet on Saturday, Sunday when I'm actually watching the golf and can, you know, like to follow the individual golfers. And Taylor doesn't know, but that's usually how I pay my rent on major weekend months. <laughs> so get ready um, for the dough to start rolling in yeah 
Um, so I'm stopped now, so I can safely look at my team, and I can go away for a minute and still records. Uh, so it's a couple guys I didn't mention when we were going through it, but I, I have Connors outside the 25 on one of my teams, and yeah, Scott, Connors, and Lowry are my three outside the world ranking top 25 on the one team, and on the other team, it is Lowry, Day, and Woodland. Gary. 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 Gary's playing some good golf. It's not about sex, Gary. <laughs> He's uh, probably should have won last week, but uh, wasn't able to. Was it the 17th that got him? Like yeah, he's pl- he's playing good golf. Like yeah. he's he's checking out on all the categories. Seventy seventh in ball striking, fifty eighth in approach, thirty ninth in putting. But he's a major champion winner. If he's he's trending right, yeah, yeah. So it's tough. Like I almost want to. I wish you'd let us pick more guys, because <laughs> like even outside the twenty five, like you know, I d- I don't have Kirk on these teams, but I talked about Kirk, and I'm gonna try and. Who do I take out? Do I take out Gary for Kirk? You know, and um, oh yeah, who, yeah. The the team with Gary, I got, I got Gary, Jason Day, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Shane Lowry, Victor Hovland, Xander Shoffley. So I got the Shoffley Scheffler pair, um, and then the other one, Adam Scott, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa, Corey Connors, Matt Fitzpatrick. Scotty Scheffler, Shane Lowry, Xander Shoffley. So I got Xander and Scotty on both teams, which I might switch up. This, uh, there's going to be a lot of tinkering still. In the, yeah, this in the time we're like this close to the tournament. I, the only thing I look for is a withdrawal. Other than that, I would lose sleep. So I usually just stick with my guns. How do I get Brooks in there? That's the thing. You got uh, to stick with it. You're supposed to be the one who bets with the gut. I know. I know, but I got so many good gut feelings on these guys. Even like I took my initial team at Burger on it. Now I don't have Burger on either team. Well, and at the end of the day, there's like that's the hardest. That's why odds are good in golf is because there's 144 dudes and literally they're all pros. Yeah, so but like really, can win it at the end of the day, it's like 25. You know, yeah, and a Russell major, Knox right. isn't winning in, this in a major. Boy. 20 guys are gonna win this. Like there's. A conversation you can have about 20 to maybe 30 guys that have a legitimate shot and realistically like a good conversation probably only 10 guys okay so a lot of uh golf podcasts i listen to they do this thing called one and done um so what brian and i are going to do quickly right now is just pick one guy um that we think is going to win it and we can't use him again on the next major so i'll let you go with your gut first Ugh. Uh, and we we throw we throw a friendly bet of twenty five bucks on this too. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, <laughs> we just made this up. You owe me forty, That's which funny. I'm gonna get you to <laughs> bet on the way home while I'm driving. I'm gonna get you to lay some bets for me with that. Um, I'll pay you back in chips. Okay, off the gut, from the gut, off the gut, off the cuff. Um, I don't know. All I can think about is Scotty, Scotty oh. Scheffler. And I, is he going to, he's so hot right now. That Scotty is so hot right now. Uh, 
You gotta go with it because we gotta go too. Yeah. Okay. Scotty's my guy. I'll go with him. The new hotness, Scotty Shuffler. I'm saving my boy for the Masters because I think this is the year. So. Ooh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to the top and go John Rom. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Well, hopefully uh, this might help or entertain anyone uh, that listens to it. And if you happen to listen to it before the tournament starts, uh, hopefully there's some good information for you to use for your betting. And if not, like Dave said, the the in-weekend betting is, is lit. It's on fire. Well, and the other thing, you know, if Rory has a bad day on Friday, that 14-1 to 1 will change. Like Scotty Scheffler... At one point before he won this weekend on Friday, he uh, went up to 101, 100 to 1 odds. Wow. And then clearly bounced back. So look for things like that, too. Yeah, because he had a double bogey. Yeah. But anyways, the bag of chips is dummied. Yeah, dusted. The car ride's over. This is it for Talking Chips. Talking Chips out. See you at the Masters.